Nice. Boys and Bar Talk, episode seven. Episode seven, baby. Rob, we are drinking something different this time. We 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 went south of the IPAs. How you liking it? I see you tasted it already. Give it a little taste. I didn't I didn't expect that at all, but it's a little coffee taste? A stout? What is that? It's not a stout. Oh, I do taste coffee? mega coffee. It's yeah, like yeah. it's malty. Um it's from Von Trapp. They're out in Vermont. So basically how they described it, I'll read it because I wasn't gonna memorize it. It's a dark lager with rich notes of chestnut and toast, which I obviously like right off rip. You can see, you can taste that. Smoked malts, rich flavor, lingering, surprisingly light, which it is kind of light, meaning taste-wise and like you know on the palate. And then it's uh, it says it's brewed for the cold nights of Vermont, cold winter nights in Vermont, but can be enjoyed. But this is a, it's called a German Rausch beer. Which is a light lager. Because actually, I just learned about this the other day from the same brewery. Um, the girl I work with, Melissa, was telling me that this type of lager is like a lighter version of like a regular lager. Yeah. And she also told me that stouts, like darker beers like that, are technically the lightest as far as calories go. Instead of like Mick Ultras and shit. But like compared to the IPAs, like those darker beers are actually the lighter beers as far as calories go. Right. Well, toast to that. I hate when people ask me like, "What, what do you have for light beers?" Because that's like a hard question. Like, because it be it could be in color, it could be in calories, it could be in taste. Yeah, just like the you color have to tell blue. me what you mean by light. You know. Yeah. Cheers to that. It's actually really good though. Vermont, huh? Stowe, Vermont. Von Trapp Brewing. The mountains. Shroston. Mountains, maple syrup, and Bernie Sanders. What yeah. comes to my mind when I think of Vermont? Bernie Sanders from Vermont. Yeah. This is a 6% too. I actually didn't 6%. expect that at all. Uh, personally, I like it better than the last beer we had. For the record, we're not wearing the same clothes. We're just recording back-to-back episodes for you guys. Well, we are wearing the same clothes, but it's the same day. Same day. Same day. <laughs> same clothes. Just right after. Right after. We're trying to, we're trying to you know, get ahead of the game. Give you more content. Push it out. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Which means that we're drinking two drastically different beers. Yeah. Because yeah. what we just had was Sloop uh, Super Soft IPA, and now we're drinking a lager, yeah. which I thoroughly enjoy this one way more. Me too. Way better. I like this one. If better. you like a light, like not a light tasting beer, dark in color. Well, yeah, it's even lighter. It's lighter than a Guinness. Oh yeah, it's lighter than a Guinness. Yeah. I wish I had a glass to show you, but see, that, I, you could see it right on the. Stouts case. are pretty heavy, so to have a lighter stout tasting beer, or this you said this, this is a this is a lager. It's a lager. But it's, it's lighter than a stout, and that's what I like about it, because typically something like a stout or a heavy lager, it's too much for me. Yeah. It's too much. To More drink. than one, anyway. You know. It's hard to drink. Yeah. But this is good. Solid. Yeah, straight. Um, so I said we're going to talk about the American dream today, and I got I got this idea. Shouts out to the Across the Table podcast. What up, guys? Um, How we feeling? Yeah, I checked out your episode on the American dream. Yeah, very cool. Cool, cool. Um, I told you that we would like to give our take on it and then just spin it in our own way. Uh, you know how we do this? We just improvise it. No notes here. Yes. This Some, is off the dome. No, sometimes we I had a, I did have like, what is your definition of American dream in 2020? So, my, so it's... So the the modern day American in two thousand and twenty, not nineteen seventy, nineteen sixty. You know, I can't I can't lie. I think a lot of it still is still the same. Uh, what's a big difference though is with women, 
and more of an equal thing between men and women. Yeah, um, so, I agree. So I think I think the old American dream, like the World War One Two type era, was mm-hmm. like the stay at home mom kind of thing yeah. because like Cook, the guys clean, the, the guys are out out to war, yeah. or if not, like they're working in a factory or something. Yeah, like that. yep. You know, I think that's the main difference. But I think of, as far as like the American dream of raising a family, buying that house, the yard, the pets, whatever. Insurance, 401k, retirement. Definitely insurance, 401ks. Yeah. Um, just, just you stay in one area, raise your kids in a safe area, and I think that is still in place. Yeah. For, for, for a lot of to people. To an extent. Yeah. Because I know, like, my grandparents would love, like, they still text me. My grandfather asked me the other day. He's like, oh, they're, they're training uh, policemen, like, if you wanted to become a cop. Like, no. Yeah. I'm all set. But, like, you know, when you were... Back in the day, if you had that opportunity, you would take it because it's safe. I think because of the internet, and I'm not trying to directly quote Gary Vee, but I watch so much of his stuff that it stems from it. It's just like, dude, with the internet and the amount of communication that we have across the world and how easy it is, you could really do whatever you want whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's very easy to create your own business, very easy to be successful without... Going to you know going to school, going to college, getting a degree, getting in the field, getting retiring at sixty five, mm-hmm. having kids, having grandkids, and then you know have one vacation every year. Yeah, I think it's played out. I just don't think it's. So I, I could say that I don't want much to do with that American dream. Yeah, I'm all set. You know, I think I think sounds the, great. But I think the millennial kind of dream though, the millennials think a lot different. Yeah, and Gen Z and Gen Z is gonna think a lot different as well. But what we're seeing... What'd you say? Gen Z. Oh, yeah. The, pe- the kids that were born in like 2000 and shit. 97. 2000. <laughs> okay. Whatever you want to say. I think <laughs> I think that I think that we're seeing millennials. They're getting a lot more lenient. I think I think flexible. Like mm. millennials are more inclined to like hop around to different careers. Yeah. Like find, find yeah. like search around for a better. They really care about culture. You know, yeah. like company culture, pop culture, you know, and, and really they'll, they'll be more flexible, willing to bounce around, willing to travel more. Yeah. You know, a lot more traveling and things, trying to do things, trying to do, trying things, to do things before you settle set, down, settle and down. And that's do why the kids do the marriage like that type of shit. And, you know, and you could argue like, OK, times have changed where, you know, as a millennial. Yeah, you do want to. That's that the dream is as a millennial, like. Maybe you do want to be in an apartment or whatever, but I think when you settle down in your thirties or forties, a majority of people still want to have that family in a house type thing. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah. I, I know, but like, so you can take my grandparents for an example. They've been married fifty three years or something like that. Mm. Met each other when they were nineteen. Probably the first people that they've been with or whatever, and then boom, that was it. But that was the thing to do. You met somebody, you like them enough, you marry, you have a kid, you do this, you do that. And then that's it. You retire, you have grandkids, and then you spoil them. And I've been blessed with the greatest grandparent, grandparents in the world, and I'm pumped about that American dream because I get to reap all the benefits. But now I sit here, and I I think about, like, my dad, where he kind of grew up. He was born in 70. So that American dream was still, like, very well pushed, and he kind of fought it and went the DJ route and became successful that way. Yeah. And But he always said that his my grandparents weren't really like we're like you know get a you know job at the telephone company get the insurance get the 401k going get that security be safe and you know don't do what you want to do and he was basically like fuck that 
So that's why I feel blessed because I don't ever have that pressure. My dad be like, oh, you want to make a podcast? Make a podcast. Fuck it. Yeah. You want to rap? Do a rap. Fuck it. Yeah. But his thing is just work hard. That's it. I'm with I'm with you on that uh, with that too because uh, the way the way my dad is too my my dad Bill his he has a small paving business yeah uh, here in Connecticut and he built that from nothing and it takes a lot of pride in building that from nothing yeah yeah you know but no degrees uh, no nothing straight yeah. just labor so work. I learned I learned a lot through him because he's a very he's a visionary person yeah has a really good imagination knows what he wants and he goes and gets it and that's what he takes pride on he's always says it like don't take no for an answer go get it and yeah. I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned sure. a lot from that. So he's he's very like supportive about like me doing what I want. Yeah. So I can go same here. If I want to start a podcast and do that, I'll I'll go do it. He didn't force me to uh, go to college like I did, or force me to do anything. He knows that I could do whatever I want. Just you know have a vision, and Just he wants yeah. yeah he wants me to stick to to a vision. Yeah, I think that's important. I I don't really, and I'll get into this. Like I don't think I could ever say to my kid. Like, you have to do this. You have to do that. Like, it would just make me a hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? But, like, yo, I also don't think we're really that old to where it's, like, we need that security right now. Like, if I'm 35 and I'm still jumping around, like, doing this, doing that, then it's, like, all right, let's, like, chill. Yeah. And, like, it's time to, like, you know. But that you're talking 10 years from now. Yeah. That's a, that, I mean, it's not a long time, but it's a long time. Oh, yeah. Because you could work hard for a year and be set for life. And you never know what could happen, especially with the internet. So it's, like... I think that era of, like, you need to do this, you need to do that is kind of, like, fading away. You know what I mean? There's there's no set way to do anything. I agree with that. I have a prediction that the, the next generation or the generation after that to come, I think that everyone is going to be a content creator. With your phone, you can start a podcast from your phone if yeah. you want to. Yeah, okay. Do anything. Vlogs, anything. Um, Whatever you want. I think anyone could be a creator. In the pocket Yo, of your fucking many, jeans. How many people have an Instagram account just... Just them blogging, what yeah. they eat, what yeah. they just what they like, just blogging in general. And then all of a sudden, you, your opinions valued you know, higher than everybody else's. If you wanted to be an author twenty years ago, you know you'd have to go write books, or go become a journalist. You have, that or you have to go to school. Like you actually have to go to school for that. Yeah, like to be even. Which at that time, it's like that's the only way you can create connections, because it wasn't like I could go on Twitter and message a hundred authors or. Talk to a, a a million bloggers in a span of a week. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's more freelance. You could do whatever you want. Yeah. And we're here right now, and I think by the time the next generation really grows up, yeah, or I should say the two generations ahead grows up, I think everyone will be a content creator. I think I'm gonna make a bold prediction. Okay, so you, let's say back in the like way back, you had a village, right? You had your blacksmith. You had your you had your bread guy, your meat guy. You know, everybody, like your family, that's what you did. You raised cattle, you raised cattle, you sold everybody beef. This guy, he, you know, they were bakery, they baked. Like, you know, in like a small village, like way back. Oh, yeah. So I'm thinking, what about in 20 years, everybody has a content. Like, okay, now this family's got content on food. And that's what they know. And you go to that family for that content because they're trusted in that environment. Or, like, this family is, like, the, or, you know, everybody's got their own niche, but it's, like, family-orientated. Like, it goes down generation to generation. Like, my dad's a DJ. I make, I rap. My son might produce. His son might, he might play blog, the violin. Like, might blog about music. Yeah, yeah, or he whatever. Might. It all stems, like, in the same type of tree. Yeah. It's not like, okay, my dad's a DJ. I'm a police officer. My son will be a scientist. 
I think it'll all stem like in the same type of family, like you know, stature like that. But you're seeing you're seeing it today, and that's why I think you could be completely right. Is like you're seeing today all of these e courses. There's a, there's a course for everything now. Mm-hmm. Like there's you know anyone I could go make a page tomorrow and, and a link and, and charge people about like how to be a millionaire. I could have no credibility, but I could go make it. And if I make it look legit enough, or I have a following, I could I could promote that and make sales off. Yeah, that. there's people on you know? YouTube that says uh, how to rap, how to make a rap song. Yeah, and, and they never they're not rappers. Yeah, with no credibility, you could do yeah. whatever, you could do whatever you want. There's there's good ones, there's bad ones out there. Mm-hmm. And oh. I think that's where we, that's really where we're heading. Actually, that reminds me, I read something cool today, and that was about, excuse me, the health insurance crisis that we're in as a country. Yeah. So, like 30... Health insurance is a fucking scam. Yeah. It was like, the, the stat was like 30 or 35% of people participated in like a GoFundMe to help someone else's health issues. Yeah. And just to show you that we're helping each other through like websites like GoFundMe to yeah. actually help people and not with health and issues. not health insurance people. Yeah. yeah. Because it's just outrageous. Yeah. You know? Dude, I was uh, we just had this conversation yesterday. My dad, I how do you think life insurance people make money? Yeah, through all the healthy people. How, but, yeah, but how do they sustain? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, every everybody dies. Everybody dies. So if you put it, you get a million dollar uh, health insurance plan. And you pay like fifty dollars a month for thirty years or something. That money does not equal even close to a million dollars. You know, like right now, like all right, we can't, we don't get health insurance right now. You think you have to be like fifty or something? Yeah. You pay like, nah, maybe not fifty, maybe like forties or whatever. But you pay like a small amount of money, and then you have this giant sum when you die. Yeah. I have no idea where they get a profit from. Like, I don't, I don't understand the I mean, algorithm to it. I mean, my idea is that, I mean, if we signed up for health insurance and we're 25 years old and we're perfectly healthy right now, and we're, and say you live to be 80-something years old or whatever, you're paying every single day until you actually die. You're paying. And think about how many healthy people they have just paying them from, let's, from let's, an early let's, age. Let's do a numbers run real quick. All right, so if we're 25 right now, yeah. let's just say 75, make it even 50 years. You pay $50 a month for... You know, 12 months. 50 times 12, $600. 600 times 50. That's only 30 grand. That's only 30 grand. That's it. 30 grand. Yeah, but you also got it. That's only $30,000. And you're talking about having a policy of at least, even if you only have a 100K policy. So how do you get to, where the profit? That's actually a good question. I wonder if they're taking all that money and they're just stockpiling it. Well, right? my and dad was saying it. that they're investing it. That's what I was going to say. They're taking all the money, they're investing it, and they have like... And they're two, growing it. Yeah, and they're growing it. But it's just like, well, what if they fuck up? Plus inflation too, though. Inflation's really going to... A number like 30000 would be worth like 80000 by the time we're like that old. And that still saying? don't even... And a hundred grand ain't even a... Like a big policy, yeah. Because you gotta think about this. When say, uh, I don't know. Say, say my dad. You know, my dad got her to pass away. I get all his debt. Yeah. I get all his debt, yeah. and that's basically what that health insurance or life insurance plan is like covers all that, and then funeral costs. So it's like, yeah. Which are expensive. Which is mad expensive. Maybe there's. Do you know if there's a lot of like front loaded fees? Like right when you sign up, maybe I don't make think the money fees? it can't. It can't be that much. I don't know. You ain't putting ten grand up front. Some fishy business we got going. That's what I'm saying. It's like yo, you're talking about people right who now. there's people who have million dollar policies, but I guess it's like 
maybe it takes your net worth like into account of, account. Like, do you own a house? Do you own cars? Like, do you own like what do you own? I I have no idea because I, I just don't get it. I don't, I don't. I don't know. We're gonna. I'm like, gonna, how is that sustainable? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna be looking that up today, and I'll probably try to address this sometime next week when we record it. Yeah, that's a, if anybody works but, for health insurance or I mean life insurance company, please hit us spare, up. We got a pyramid scheme going on over here, man. We got a pyramid scheme. Because dude, they're definitely doing something with this money, but where does it go? Yeah, because you're right though. Because it's it isn't a, a lot of money. You're talking hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars. You know? and these life insurance plans. I mean. They're not, you know, thirty grand. That that might be how much a funeral costs. Period. There's a lot of money in death. There's a lot of money in death. Do you know the the people who do uh, like autopsies and shit? They get paid. They do get paid. I mean, I don't even like the smell of a funeral home or none of that. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all set. set with that. <laughs> all set. What do they call those morticians? Yeah, they get paid. I was all, I was reading that. To keep themselves from getting so down from doing that for a living, they have like slang terms, like unusual ass terms for death and like so they don't the talk whole about process. It all the they don't talk about it. They have like funny words to use, like the body or like the whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the uh, carcass. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the carcass. <laughs> the dead could have a. So he did, no, but know. it's just like that's what we were talking about because I, I don't know what the amount is or whatever. But I was just like, it just doesn't. It's like oh, we're paying only pay forty dollars a month. I'm like. $40 a month? That's $10 a week. That's, that's not a lot of money. That's a low amount of money. But every, but that's the thing. They must have like, they must have like loopholes. Like, oh, if you don't die by natural causes, you know, whatever. Like, if you get hit by a bus, like, we don't pay you anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. weird, like, un, like, weird deaths, like. Don't count like it's yeah. old or something. Shit, but struck by lightning. Yeah, like if you get struck like by lightning, we don't pay you. Or like if you get eaten by a shark, you only get half. <laughs> like some weird it's shit. Like There's got to be loopholes because I just don't understand how they can make this money. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know either. I'm going to have to go look it up. I need some answers with that. We need answers. Definitely Back to the answers. American dream, I guess. The American dream? American dream is death. <laughs> that basically is. That's morbid. Yeah, that's what like the saying. It's like you live, uh, life sucks, and then you die. Yeah, it's that's a, a weird saying. It's a shit way to look at life. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't think that. Yeah, I'm not trying to. I'm not, dude. I'm not trying to be miserable. Nah. So much of your day depends on how you wake up and how you think from the moment you get out of bed. Yeah, I read something. It was like, I'm just gonna throw a number because I don't remember the number. It was like, if you had sixty thousand dollars and somebody took. You know, a hundred dollars from you. Would you spend the rest of that money trying to get that hundred dollars back? No, obviously, right? And it was like you have sixty sixty thousand seconds in a day, and you let somebody that ruined two minutes of your day ruin your entire day. Now that's a good way to look at it. It wasn't sixty seconds, so nobody fucking come at my neck talking about there's not sixty seconds and sixty thousand seconds in a day. You're wrong. Like I'm just making the number up. But it's just like yeah, nah. If you think about it, somebody pisses you off for five minutes, why would you let the next twelve hours go to waste because somebody made you mad that you probably don't even care about? Right. Yeah. The metaphor of Converting time with money. Yeah. Yeah. We've that's done a, that. that. That's, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as don't put all your eggs in one basket. If don't. you double a penny every day, it's 10 million a month. Yeah, that's a short way to say that. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was, that, oh, that, was, that was yeah, that was from the the compound effect. I think it was a really good book. Yeah, if you double a penny every day. Yeah, consistency is key, baby. Consistency is everything. So with the American dream. Anyways, yeah, we just, anyways, <laughs> we yeah. spin, we spin like crazy. I'm just twenty minutes in. I'm, twenty minutes the, in. Uh, what 20, the fuck? How do we get here? Yeah. How do we? Who I, I don't even know. I don't even know how to rally back. How to do this we get American. ice cream? How do you rally back? Here? I don't know. This beer's good. This cheers. is the American dream right here. This is the American dream right here. This is the American dream. We cheers the a good beer. Cheers the good health. Having a beer on a Sunday. Our health is good. If you're listening to this right now, cheers to your good health as well. Cheers to your good health, man. Hope you don't have cancer. <laughs> so yeah, a lot, we do take we do take it for granted that we have good health and that we have. I got shit health. Listen, you're still you still can walk every day, do whatever the hell yeah, you well, want to do. That's my true. my thing is. We do take it for granted that we have this much freedom. I think there's so much... There's, America is so resourceful today, and there's so much freedom, and there's so much knowledge that we don't even know how to comprehend. Dude, it's the, it's the era of information. And I get overwhelmed, and we've talked about this before, but I get overwhelmed with how much we could do every single day. You really could make a million dollars off your phone if you really wanted to. I'm watching a YouTube video, right? And this guy, made he's making a... a a YouTube series episode. I think there's like four episodes of it, but he turns zero dollars into 10, 10 grand. And I watched the first episode. And he starts off by um, it's like a Robinhood type app. It's another one called Weeble. And you know, it's a friend referral, and you get like five or six dollars in, in a st- like stock value. And he and he cashes, he cashes out the stocks. He gets like five people, and he earns like thirty bucks. You know, it takes like that thirty dollars, and then, and then he goes. And he makes like a tea, he goes on Teespring and starts making he uh, he starts making his own T-shirts. Okay. You know, so he takes a he he types in OK Boomer, sends a text message to the iPhone, screenshots it, crops out the OK Boomer on the on the text message, puts that on a T-shirt, goes to Instagram meme pages, right? He says, "Hey, this is my shirt. I'll pay you this thirty dollars that I got from the referrals. You know, I'll pay you this for this one day. Just post it on your story." I'm gonna give you the link to my Teespring account, and he starts making T-shirt sales that way. And that 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 was basically the first episode, but he was up to like a few hundred dollars doing it that way. Shit! Just keep on. He was paying Instagram influencers meme pages with like thirty thousand followers. That's kind of crazy. I guess my main point is like you could just make money on your phone. You could do anything you want from a phone. If we really wanted to, we could make this podcast from our phone. Yeah, we could we do could. anything. It would suck, but yeah, yeah. it's better it's, this way. It's so. But let me ask you this: When do you think they're gonna change school curriculums? How many years is it going to take till till they well, start I mean, changing? Realistically, to, like, I think real shit. I think I think that curriculums are changing like slowly, you know. Gradually. Yeah, but how many years is it going to be where they're like, okay, this is how you like they're really going to teach about like, oh, like, yeah, like managing money? Like, what do you want to do? The taxes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that th- like this. Like how that. like actual ways to survive? But you, do, in you, the, do you even need it though? You don't what? need it, but it's just like, but why? Then people are just going to start dropping out of school. Yeah. No, there's no reason for you to go to school unless you want to be a doctor. School, I'm not going to lie. Your primary education, yeah, you get like your core math, math arithmetic, and history. Yeah, your core English, shit. English, reading, but it's like writing. even history. Even history, for example. What the fuck do we need that for? But honestly, I think you, I think history is really important. But you could look it up. You could, but I look think... Look it up. I think you want to know something? Look it up. I think that should be essential to know your history. Who wrote the Declaration of Independence? Uh, who wrote the whole thing? Yeah, who wrote it? Do you uh, know? I think it wasn't Tom, it wasn't Thomas Jefferson. Yes, it was. Was it? See exactly. He don't remember that. 
We don't need to know that. Yeah, but you need to know. But my thing is, you need to know what the Declaration of Independence is. No, 100%. But when they give you the test and you don't say Thomas Jefferson, motherfucker, you might fail. Yeah, because you need to at least know the big picture of it, though. Yeah, but you need to keep you on your toes. You got to be on your toes, though. I guess. I guess. You can't just be like, oh, what about the Cold War with France? The Cold War was never really a war. Well, not the... I didn't mean Cold War, but just... We had, like, a bad... It's just, like, why do we need... Oh, you're talking like, about... Like, 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 you know, I just feel like we, we hit... Okay, we hit points, like, boom, boom, boom. But, like, why do we fill in all the bullshit? Why do we need to know the Battle of Birmingham? Because you gotta... you. This is what I learned. You gotta hammer into your brain and hammer and hammer it. And, yeah, you're gonna... Your brain's only gonna retain about 10 or 20%, but... Your brain will remember the big picture of things. I'm telling you right now, Dwight, Battleshoe Farms had the most DPA <laughs> of the Civil Death's War. Deaths per acre. That's deaths per acre. If you don't know that, what are they paying you to hide that? If they're not talking about the, the Battle of Shoe Farms in, in, in the primary education. Is it even a reliable source? If they're not, if they're not talking about that in the, in the public education system, I mean, like, I'm sorry, your kids are fucked. Yeah, your kids are fucked. DPA. DPA, man. You got to think about the DPA. Oh, dude, look at that. Nice little head on the mm, beard. Nice. Mm. The head. But all I'm saying is, let's like let's hit the let's hit the points and get to the real shit. Let let's get career aptitude tests early on in middle school. What do you want to do? These kids are smart, bro. These kids are hella smart. But bro, history is definitely essential. You, history, all right, what about calculus? History repeats calculus. Itself. But the thing is, calculus you may not need to know it every single day. But guess what? Uh, I I majored in economics. I didn't know economics would be as much math as it really was. I thought it was going to be more based on business. And how's that economics degree doing for you? But I'm not going to lie. What the one thing about economics was it was a lot of math. I never thought my I took a level one math class in high school. My math arithmetic was shit. But guess what? When I went to college, I had to figure a way to do it. My problem solving skills were off the fucking charts. That's yeah. what I learned. I'm a I'm a very good problem solver. I'm good with my back against the ropes. I think they and need to do more what, critical thinking. And that's what calculus taught me. That I could do anything I want. Because I, I, I thought dude, there was a time when I thought I could never do calculus. I'm being serious. I'm like, I, I can't it. I'm like I'm I'm at this shit in high school. I can never yeah. do this. Yeah, I, I was like once algebra one was all set, I was like, I'm good. But that's my thing. You have to, the big picture of it is are you a good problem solver? Can you find a way to get it done? Can you think that way? I didn't think about that. That's the way I think about math, and that's what motivated me to, to at least, you know, pass it. That's kind of cool. I never thought about it like that, but I just felt like... I ain't saying I, know it's just, I, ain't saying I was no 4.0 or anything. But, but I'm just saying there's there's better things, you know, to be focused on. Like I there's, agree there's with other, you There's other things that could be learned, like, you know, how to fucking... How to build your own website. No, I agree. Fully. Coding. Coding is huge. That's like that's gonna be. I mean, granted, we had that web design was a class, yeah. but it wasn't mandatory. Hundred percent, definitely wasn't. Hundred percent. No, I'll agree with you right there because you just gave me this coding. Hundred percent needs to be essential. It is to gonna be. be every dude. If you if you taught every kid how to code or make an app, exactly. Like we would have. I I feel like we would have. Like whatever we have now will be fifty percent more. In this info and digital age, everything yeah. is coding. Like yeah. we—that's the backbone. Like th- those are the construction workers, like of like the previous generation. You know, yeah, like yeah. buildings and shit. Like it's, this is how we're gonna come up. Like, and that's why, we... that's why, that's why I fuck with Apple. And I thank you for buying me that Tim Cook book. 
Yeah. Because I started to learn about like what Apple's really doing, and they not only do they create their own coding program, but they fund like programs like Girls Who Code. Okay. Because it promotes diversity too. That's you awesome. Know, like get That's girls. Dope. I didn't know that. Get females out there coding. Like get other people out there. Make it think it's actually cool to do it. Because yeah. there's a demand for it. Dude, it's a crazy. It. Uh, if you ever watched Silicon Valley. No. Or, I think that's, excuse me, what the show's called. I know, I know but about it, but... They're fucking coding. These people that make Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're doing this shit all day. All day. Yeah, it's a language, dude. Video game, all day, this. Boom. Just going crazy. Bucks. Crazy bucks. Cool. But in 10, 20 years, it's going to be mandatory. And I'll get to this real quick, now that I just said it was going to be mandatory. Uh, we talked about Bernie Sanders... Me and my dad earlier today, and he was talking about giving out free education. I'm going to make this really quick because we have like a minute. But it was basically like, yo, if everybody gets free education, I just want people to understand. If everybody gets free education, everybody gets their bachelor's degree, it decreases in value. Same thing. If everybody gets a dollar, it decreases the dollar. You can't just make more money because it just decreases the value of the money. If you if everybody gets a dollar, everything raises a dollar. It does nothing for anything. The, that piece of paper that you get is going to be worth nothing. It makes no sense. Free education is stupid. Yeah. It's a bad idea. To get a better education, it's an investment in yourself. Different type of investment, but it's an investment. It's solid. And that's why you get higher job opportunities in whatever field that requires degrees. And, you know, we started with the American dream. But what it, what it turned into is whatever you want to do, we live in a very resourceful country. If Fucking you, do it. If I know we have some listeners in Canada and Australia and everywhere else. But we have a very resourceful country over here, and it's a time zone in general. That's it. This time era, I should say. That's it, baby. It's awesome. You can do whatever Age you want. information. You can do whatever Boom. you want out there. You just got jammed. <laughs> That's it. The boys and bar talk, baby.